there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Whether you're working out or working on your high score, you never settle for less. So why should it be any different when you choose your protein drink? Rockin' Protein comes in three delicious flavors, has 30 grams of protein, and is always made with fresh milk. So you're never left with that chalky taste. Rockin' Protein. Never settle for less than a great-tasting, high-quality protein drink. Visit rockinprotein.com to find Rockin' Protein wherever you are. Rockin' Protein and Shamrock Farms are registered trademarks of Shamrock Foods Company. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain... Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Flying with us today, we have a living legend, a true icon of music. One of the most loved singers the UK's ever produced. His new album, Surrounded by Time, is out this week and it's absolutely brilliant. And he's come all the way from the revolving chairs of The Voice to my quite comfy settee from Ikea. Welcome, it's the Tom Jones. This is the final boarding call for passengers to Tom Jones. I repeat, this is the final boarding call for Tom Jones. Thank you. I might be doing a lot of that. <coughs> I love it. We've only just started the interview and you're already going, Hoo! Exactly. <laughs> People do that when they impersonate you, don't they? You know who's really good? Rob Brydon. He does you so well. Rob Brydon, the first thing, if he's going to do me, yeah. first of all, he goes... Uh, <laughs> he does you like you're talking to someone where English isn't the first language. Well, <laughs> and I gotta, I'm going to pick him up on that <laughs> because it was, for, it was a charity thing for Nordorf Robbins. And um, I was with him. We were having lunch before, right? So... I was looking across at a, a table at him, of course, so I'm mouthing, you know, because I didn't want to be loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I said, I'm going to have a starter, are you? <laughs> right? So he says this when he gets up on the stage, oh. right? He says, when Tom speaks to you, you think, I wonder if he knows that I really know how to speak English. You know, it's like, do you know? <laughs> and, and I tell you the reason for it, the real reason, which I should have nailed him yeah. on. See, he comes from Swansea. Oh, that... Yeah. Area. I come from Pontypridd. Now, when Pontypridd, where I come from, we talk like this. Really quick. How's it going? All right? Yeah. Ah, great. Aye. Like that, see? <laughs> yeah. So my manager said to me, look, if you're going to play the talk of the town in London, you've got to slow down or the English won't. Ah. Or people from Swansea, even. 
because in Swansea they talk like when they do Gavin and Stacey, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ruth uh, <laughs> Ruth Jones, she picks up on a Cardiff accent. Great, that's yeah. like what's occurring, you know. That's how they speak there. <laughs> But um, uh, Stacy, she's from Swansea originally, see? <laughs> so she's supposed to be in Barry Island, but she's speaking like that. <laughs> and Uncle Bryn, who is Rob Brighton, yeah. he's overplaying it. Oh, Uncle Bryn. Well, we don't speak like that in Pontypris where I come from. No. Right? You're quite, quite, quite quick. Right. So I, I was going to say to him, I said, look, I was told to slow down for the English or for people that come from Swansea, like you. So that's why I speak slowly to you, because you're from Swansea and not Pontypridd. So there we are. Isn't it funny you mentioned live at Talk of the Town? Yeah. That album is one of the first albums I used to listen to. My mum and dad had that. Yes. Oh, amazing. My Yiddish mama. Yeah. Yes. Well, a lot of Jewish people in, in London thought I was Jewish because yeah. I sang that song. Yeah. Well, my father used to sing it in Wales. You know, my Yiddish mama. I didn't know Yiddish meant Jewish. Yeah. You know, it was just about a, a mother, as far as I was yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah, I used to all the time. It's got you know, the stripper my own... theme tune on it, and then you got um, Thunder, Thunderball. Yeah. And um, Can't Stop Loving You. I used to listen to that all the time, because it's yeah. just so surreal. Not only am I talking to Sir Tom Jones, you're in my lounge. Wow. Well, that, I'm very proud of that album, by the way. Yeah, it's a Not to talk too album. much about the album, because no. we got a new album. Yes, yes, right. I know. But that one... Uh, at the time, got an award in Scandinavia for the best live album ever recorded. Well, Honestly. It and it's really good. I mean, I, my grandson, because uh, he's got a new turntable, so he went and bought uh, albums. You know, he went to a shop to pick up albums yeah. for this turntable, and he came across Talk of the Town. And he said to me, Grandchother, because Grandchother is Welsh for uh, <laughs> Grandpa. Uh, it's a slang word, but it's... Uh, Anyway, so he still calls me Grancher. Hey, Grancher, I got your talk of the town on. He said, that's great. I said, oh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So young people, you know, or younger people, are really digging it, you see? Oh, it's Because amazing. there's songs on there that some, some of them don't know. What's that with the Ray Charles one as well? Lucky Old Son, Old Black, old black Magic. Yeah, Old Black Magic's on there. And uh, I Believe, yes. which was a Frankie Lane song, and that's where I got it from. You know? Hello, Young Lovers. Hello, Young Lovers. Oh, it's so I good. I want to listen to it again. <laughs> I tell you what happened, <laughs> just to recap... Uh, anyway, to cut a long story short, it's, <laughs> it's um, when when I was doing that album, when I did um, up on the morning out on the job, lucky old son. Yeah. So I'm there, and this really happened, right? So I said, uh, they said, oh, there's a married couple. They just got married, right? Yeah. And uh, they're here tonight. And I said to them, oh, congratulations. And then I went into up in the morning, out oh. on the job, right? <laughs> And the crowd <laughs> fell apart. And I said, this is not rehearsed. This is really <laughs> yeah, happening here. You know, so anyway. Well, listen, let's talk about your album that's out now, Surrounded by Time. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. Thank songs you. by Michael Kimanuka, Bob Dylan. Yeah. How do you pick these songs? Because you know what? You could have done an album of standards, couldn't you? And all that. You could have played it safe. Yes. But you always throw in a curveball. Look at you at Glastonbury. What do you do for an encore? EMF's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. Quite right. Why these songs? Because I want to thank you for it, because I, I'd only heard of Windmills, because yes. my favourite album is Dusty and Memphis. Dusty, exactly, it? and yes. it's on there. She did the best version of that song, because I knew Noel Harrison, you see, because mm. he was on the same record label as me, so he was promoting that song, because he was the one that had the hit with it, yeah. in New York uh, on London Records. Yeah. So 
I said, that's a great song. I love that song. Yeah. And then when Dusty did it, of course, oh. you know, she put the cap on it. So when I did it, uh, it was the Dusty version that was running through my mind, yeah. you know, when I was doing it. Yeah. And because uh, she did a great version of it, you see. Oh, fantastic. Mm. But you do, put, you know, all of them, you put the Tom Jones spin on them. One more cup of coffee for the road. Yes. Valley below. <laughs> oh, you see, I can go low. I can go low. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> You can't prove any of it. <laughs> do you pick these songs or does do someone else do it? What do you think? Are you, are you a Bob yeah. Dylan fan? Uh, yes, Bob Dylan fan, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I think this is like the third Bob Dylan song that we've done, that we've recorded. You did one on Praise and Blame. Yeah, I did uh, What Good Am I. Yeah. Oh, that was the first that. one. Yeah, you opened with that. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a, t- a touching song for me. Yeah. You know, because my wife passed away. Yeah. And... Um, and, I, and the thing that was bothering me, I think more than anything, first of all, of course, that she was uh, going and she yeah. knew it. And I thought, I hope I just didn't stand by and let this happen. Well, that song says that, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so when I was doing it, because she wasn't in a very good way when I recorded it. Mm. And I was thinking about it when I, when, I, when I was singing it. Yeah. And so when she passed and I had to go and have therapy... Yeah. And and um, the, the therapist said to me, the grief therapist, you know, yeah. she said, um, would you be able to sing? I said, I don't think so. You know, when, you, when you're emotional, it sticks in your throat. So I don't know whether I'll be able to do it. Yeah. She said, well, what song uh, you think would bother you the most? And I said, what good am I? Mm. The one that I did, the Bob Dylan song. It's about standing by and letting somebody die, you know, yeah. while you silently die. Mm. What good am I? And I said... Uh, I don't, she said, well, that's the first one you should try. Yeah. You know, just sing it to yourself or get up and sing it. But yeah. sing it. You know, don't, don't, don't avoid it. Isn't that funny using music as therapy? Yes. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the first show we did was in Hampton Court. Yeah. And um, we, we got some musicians together and just did it uh, quietly, you know, to see how I was yeah. dealing with it. So I did songs like that on purpose to see what was happening. Oh, my. I'll and I thought taking well, it easy. I mean, well, my God, I, did you get emotional singing it? Well, by the time I got to Hampton Court, I started yeah. to feel better. You know, I, I started to come to life a bit because I was really shattered. You know, yeah, when my wife yeah. passed. So, but the audience knew it as well. You see, oh. and I said, "This is the sh- first show that I'm about to do." You know, since and they were like, you could feel it in the audience oh. that they were all there with you. Yeah, and that's a big thing, I think. For entertainers, yeah. if you're going to try and do something, don't harp on it. You know, don't say, oh, I mean, uh, you yeah. know, I mean, get on with the bloody show. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't want to be brought down. <laughs> no, you know? no, no, no. You no. know, I don't no. <laughs> So, uh, but it was great. You yeah. know, and you get up in front of an audience and, yeah. and you, they know when you when you like that. Mm. And uh, they were there and they lifted me up. And I thought, wow, as soon as I did that first show, I knew I was on the road to recovery because it was a, a recovering situation for me, not knowing that whether I'd be able to do it again. But my wife said, God bless her. She said, you must sing. Yeah, I said, I don't know whether I can do it. Linda. Oh, and she no. said, yes, you can. And my son was with me at the time. Yeah. And she said, well, you and Mark have to mentor one another now. Because my wife kept my feet on the ground. She wouldn't take any bull from me. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> She said to me once, you don't really think you're Tom Jones, do you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, well, yeah. She said, no, no, Tommy Woodward, I married. Because yeah. my name is Thomas Jones Woodward. Yeah. So, yeah, so oh, yeah. she did that. So when she passed, I thought, who was going to save me from me? Oh. Now, 
all my life. And she did that, you see. So that was a big, uh, big deal. Good morning and bonadar to our Welsh listeners. On flight today, we have Welsh royalty, Sir Tom Jones. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You must be gagging to get out there and tour. What was happening now? Because you've had your jabs, haven't you? I've had both jabs. I'm glad so I'm, to hear it. Yes. Now, I'm a national treasure too. Why haven't I had a single jab? What's wrong with that? Because um, the other woman said to me, she said, we do anal swabs now. I said, listen, love, <laughs> you, haven't even, you haven't even asked me for a drink. Um, I got a joke about that. Oh, go on then. Okay. <laughs> this fella go, This fella can't go to the toilet, right? Oh, so yes. he goes to the doctors and he says... You know, I've had trouble going to the toilet. So the doctor says, uh, t- take this medicine. So he gives him a bottle of medicine. He goes away, comes back a week later. Any any movement? Nothing. So he said, well, then try these pills. So he says, okay. Went away for a week, came back. Anything? Nothing. Right. He said, well, try these suppositories, he said, and see what happens there. So he came back in a fortnight, and the doctor said to him, so, did they work? He said, nah. He said, for all the good they did, me may as well have stuck it on my ass." he said. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what supposedly was. <laughs> you don't have to explain it, Tom. Well, I got it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, when are you going to go on tour, then? You're going to go... Right. Well, uh, we've, we've booked some things for September, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but my booking agent, you know, he said it could be July. Yeah. If with a fair wind, I don't know what that means exactly, but because <laughs> I get a lot of that. But anyway, <laughs> you know, with a fair wind, he said uh, it could be July. Because Rath had a wee next to you at the Brits and he said you farted and he went, oh, now I've heard it out of both ends, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we all get wind. It's all right. He's it? a legend. Yeah. Well, Anne-Marie, you know, she cooked the... Uh, but to squash something, you know, because she's a vegetarian. Yeah. So this is on The Voice, yeah? Yes. And I said, oh, you cook yourself. I said, I wouldn't mind having some of that, you know, before the show. So yeah. she sent a little plate around to the dressing room. <laughs> so when I was just about, we were just about to go live on Saturday night, and I said, you've sabotaged me. <laughs> she said, what are you talking about? I said, that's all I've done since I ate that is fart. Oh, my God. You might have farted so violently that your chair turned round by itself. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so listen, this is a travel podcast. Yeah? Okay. It's about holiday. No. <laughs> so where was your first holiday? Where did you holiday? Barry Island. Barry Island. Yes. Or Port Call. Port Call, okay. Or if you had a few quid, Panath. Panath. That's very oh, right. Yeah, very posh there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we used to have a caravan uh, in Port Call mm. uh, for the miners' holidays, and they had two weeks yeah. uh, in the summertime. So uh, we would go and uh, have a caravan. In uh, Treco Bay. Treco Bay. Is it nice? Yeah. Well, it was lovely when I was a kid because the dunes were still there. So they had these caravans parked uh, in the dunes. They didn't didn't disrupt 
the seaside. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just put the caravans in where they could. And that was lovely. We loved it as kids because there was sand all around. Yeah. Well, now it's a bloody car park. Oh, you know? no. I mean, they flattened the whole place and now they've got them all in line. Oh, no. You know, so... Why do they spoil things? I don't know. But when I was a kid, it was lovely. In a short while, we will be experiencing turbulence. If you could put on your seatbelt and pull the strap until it makes you go... Now, there's somewhere else that's synonymous with you. And I know we talk about Wales. Now, you went back to Wales for your 65th birthday. What's it like going back? Did you feel like genuinely going back home? Oh, definitely. Yeah. We did a show from Ponty Park, and that's our local park. Ernest Angharad Park. That's full. Worst name, but we used to call it Ponty Park because it was in Ponty Preet. So I did a live show there in um, uh, 2016. Yeah, it was my birthday. And I was knighted by the Queen that year, you oh, see. Amazing. So I hadn't been knighted quite yet, but I knew it was coming because they, they give you the, the honours list. So I was thrilled to bits. And I got back there and I was doing, and this is a fact, yeah. I was doing the green, green grass of home. Oh. And I said, the old house is still standing. And I pointed to it because it's up on the hill off of Ponty Park. Oh. And like they all was like, wow, yeah. you know. So it, it was really something to do that show in front of all Welsh people in a park that I used to go to as, as a child. And oh. it was great. Oh, Tom, that's so nice. I love that story. I mean, when you started making some money, where, where was the first place you went for holiday? Because when you have a holiday... What do you go on holiday for? Do you go for relax? Do you go to party? Do you go to recuperate? Do you go to sightsee? What do you do, love? Well, the first thing, I must say, uh, being in show business, yes. you travel the world. Yes. Well, I have. I'm lucky enough to be international. So I've had, you know, records all over the world. So I've traveled all over the world. So I've been going to these places uh, to do shows. So it, it was always like a holiday. And I remember, um, but the ironic one was, my manager at the time, Gordon Mills, he said, we're going to go to Bermuda oh, nice. for two weeks. I said, yeah. oh, great. He said, yes, it's going to be, it's a, a working holiday. Yeah. I said, wait a minute now, yeah. a working <laughs> holiday? How does that work then? Yeah. Yeah. He said, well, uh, you're going to be doing two shows a night in the, the 40 Thieves Club oh. in Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> I said, two shows a night? Yeah. What's that then? <laughs> and he said, no, no, but we'll have all day. We can go swimming, you know. Okay. You can go deep sea yeah, yeah. diving if you want to, <laughs> snorkeling if you want to. I said, oh, thanks a lot. But at night, two shows a night. Yeah. So that was a working holiday. So there you go. So what's Bermuda like? Is it worth going to see? Oh, yeah, definitely. Really nice. I haven't been there for many years. No, you? no, no. But I used to love to go there because when I was um, in the States on a visa yeah. years ago, uh, you'd get a working visa for six months, you mm. see. So when my TV show hit... This is uh, Tom Jones. This is Tom Jones. Yeah. So at that time, you know, all of a sudden I'm playing arenas, mm. you know, yeah. because, of, because of the TV show, really, and the hit records that, I, that I'd had. Um, so any time we had, if we had a, a few days off, for instance, they'd ask me to leave the country so that I could work the days. Oh. Because they, they yes, they, they take the days off. So if you take a week, yeah. if you've got a week off, get out of the country. Then you can then you can work a week, you know. Oh. When I say work, I mean do shows. Yeah, well, it's still bloody hard work, though, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got to be there on time. That's the only difference. How does the residency at Vegas work then? Because um, you went to Flamingos. Okay. Now, listen, I want to know, tell me about Vegas in its heyday. Because you go right. there now, 
everyone's morbidly obese driving a shop mobility scooter. Well, there we go. I love... It's this. like Port Call with a caravan. <laughs> it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It used to be dunes and lovely and... Yes. You know, and now it's all car parks and... I like know, that. and those old photos of everyone in the tuxes exactly. and the bow ties. Exactly. Was it as classy as I want it to be? Yes. Oh. Definitely. You got the Rat Pack there. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they ruled yeah. in the 60s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to have a look at it in 65 because I was doing Ed Sullivan shows. Thank God Ed Sullivan loved me. So I did a bunch of them in 1965. You know, I was booked to do one. It went so well. I went there again within, you know, a couple of months. Yeah. So I think I did about five shows in, in 1955. So there was one point where we went to L.A., because they couldn't transmit in colour from New York. So they said, we've got to go to L.A. to do the next Ed Sullivan show. Well, you talk about this in that fantastic song on your album, Talking Reality Television Blues. It's sort of about the history of TV, isn't it? From the start up until Trump. With the reality television blues, um, I was there. To, I mean, I remember I had TB. I had tuberculosis when I was a kid. So I was at home for two years and my mother and father got me a TV set. It was the only one in our street. I think it could have been the only one in pont Prince. But anyway, <laughs> we got this TV set and it was the first coronation that was ever transmitted. So I get a chance to see the Queen First time ever on television being crowned. It was a it was a wonderful experience. So I remember TV uh, in 1952, and I was bedridden from 52 to 54, oh. and the TV was a, was a godsend. Oh, bad, you know, there bad. wasn't that much on. No. You know, it was. Um, uh, <laughs> but you're lucky Tom, you can sing if you've had TB. Well, this is the thing. How can you sing like that? You had TB. Well, it was a, a blessing in disguise because they said whatever you do, you can't go down the coal mine. Oh. And my father was a coal miner, you see, yeah. and he wanted me, as soon as I finished school, yeah. to go and work with him in the coal mine. But they said, you can't do that, you know, because tuberculosis, lung, I had a spot on the lung. So, and they said, and you can't sing when you're in bed. You can't do anything that you've got to put energy yeah, yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I, I started drawing, you know, so I did a lot of sketching and drawing yeah. like that. For the first year, especially. Then the yeah. second year, uh, my mother bought me a ukulele. And I started to learn to play that, and then I would be singing, you know, like that. So my voice then uh, got stronger, and I was listening to the radio a lot, you see, so absorbing a lot of songs yeah. uh, because that's all I had to do. And then seeing television, yeah. any time a variety show would come on, Frankie Vaughan, yeah. you know, would come on, and i think, wow, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to do that. Yeah. So anyway, so I was there at the beginning of the TV. All the things in the reality television blues, yeah. I was witness to. Yeah. And then the moon landing, I was there, yeah. you know, in 1969, I was doing shows, and I thought, my God, nobody's going to show up tonight because yeah. it's live on television. <laughs> but they did. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. You know, I was doing two shows. Yeah. And uh, so between shows, I went back to my trailer, and uh, we, we watched it. You know, the moon landing on television, you know, yeah. with Michael Jackson. You know, I mean, I knew Michael you Jackson. Moonwalking, yeah. Exactly. Right. Moonwalking in Moonwalking, that walking yeah. backwards. You know, and then Trump. You see, yes. when I was at Atlantic City, he would come in because he owned the three hotels that I was singing at. So he would love to come to the shows, yeah. you know, and be part of the audience. We had to put a spotlight on him every night, <laughs> you know. The, o <laughs> the owner of the hotel is here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, a good friend of mine. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> so we thought of him as like a, a playboy yeah. uh, guy. Next, you know. You know. And all of a sudden, then the comb over, you know, he came on reality television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be reality. Yeah, right. You know, this old guy with a comb over, you know, like that. To cut a long story short. Yeah. <laughs> 
all all the television reality television blues yeah. uh, I was witness to. Tell us about Vegas. Where do you go? 2011 was the last time you had a residency there. Yes. What do you do during the day? Because uh, it's bloody hot. Everyone's around. You're international. Everyone knows you're so Tom Exactly. Jones. What well, do you do? In, um, I used to have a suite okay. with a big balcony. Now, you know they built Celine Dion a house. Did you know that? I know that. Did you wish that you'd maybe had a house? Well, they didn't. When I used to go there, they used to put me in a house yes. because the business was so good. When I was at Caesars Palace... Yes that they would put me in a house so that the high rollers could use a suite that they had put aside for me. Oh. So it was a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, they said, we got this great house for you, Tom, on the golf course. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> you know, like that. Because the high rollers, you know, we need all the suites yeah, because yeah. you're selling the place out. Ah. Oh. That's the way it, it was. But they didn't say, we will build you a house. Oh. No, no, no. Not well, I don't wanna, I'm not stirring up any shit. All well, I know yes, is... Yes, you are. Don't Celine like... Dion, <laughs> she had a house built. Yes. Just saying. Anyway, so when I was at the MGM, so, that's the last yeah. place that I played. Yeah. So they used to give me this big suite yeah. uh, with, a, with a big uh, balcony. Oh. So I, was, I used to get out there, you know, in yeah. the afternoon. There was a hot tub on, on the balcony. Oh, nice. You know, and all that business, you see. Yeah. So I didn't really have to go down... Uh, to the pool area where there are a lot of people are. Yeah, you know, and uh, so that that's it. But it was it was it was really great when I was there because when I first went there, we used to do two shows a night for a month straight. Yeah, the last going off there, they cut it down to one show a night. Everybody just did one show a night. Yeah, you know, like that. So it was a lot easier, you know, towards the last part of it. I thought, you know, I don't know whether I I, I don't know whether I want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? I've done this, been there, done that. Yeah, you know? of course, of course. So I wanted to move on. So yeah. I moved back to Britain. You know, we concentrated on Europe more. Yeah. Because when I became so successful in America, you see, my manager at the time, Gordon Mills, he sort of said, well, America is the future, you know, forget. I said, no, I don't, I don't yeah. want to forget. You know, we are British. Gordon. Yeah, of course. And I like to go, and I love touring Europe, you know, and doing shows like that. So we concentrated more when my son and my daughter-in-law took over management, you know, why are you limiting yourself to doing so many shows in Vegas? Well, I think you said in another interview, you became a Vegas act and yes. you're more than that. Well, this is it. Yes. That's that's the biggest problem with working, say working, it's the biggest problem with singing in Las Vegas. It is bloody working. Oh, you okay. keep saying that, all right, honestly. Okay. Singing all these songs said, every Well, night. people say, yes, show business hard work. I said, look, that the last job I had was in 1962 yeah. when I was working on a building site. I haven't worked since, you know, as far as I'm concerned, because I love to sing, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you love doing what you do. Yeah, I love doing my comedy. Oh, what, what is it you do? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> my mum and dad ask me that often. <laughs> what is it you do? Exactly. When are you going to get a real job? I know. Oh, I'll be yeah. blessed to be in this lovely job. Definitely. Yeah. If you look out of the window to your left, you have the Grand Canyon. If you look out to the right, you have Celine Dion's house. Cover your eyes, Tom. Is it true you nearly drowned in Acapulco? Yes. Well, this is one of, when you said about the holidays. What's one of your worst holidays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was there in Acapulco, because when we would go there, you see, uh, it was getting out of America again, you know, with yeah. the visa thing. Yeah. So I would get my family would come over, my mother, my father, my sister, yeah. you know, uh, my son and my daughter-in-law, you know, when they got married and everything, uh, and we would be in Acapulco. So one day, a friend of mine that owned a nightclub there said, we're going to have a barbecue. 
we're going to go to this lagoon for this barbecue. Okay, great. So we go all out there in the afternoon, right? So me, schmuck, you know, I said, I thought, wow, just over this dune, there's the ocean. Oh. Now they're all there, you now cooking, you know, the barbecue yeah. and all this and the other, right? I wander off, don't I, like a fool. <laughs> and I look at the calm water and I think, wow, if I could just get in there, you know, it's all lovely and calm out there. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I go through the breakers, start swimming out, yeah. and then somebody came looking for me, right? Standing on, on, the, on the beach. Oh, you know, like this. Right? So I come up and I, Jesus, this fellow was about that big. <laughs> and I thought... I haven't swum that far, surely. So on my life, and this is no word of a lie, and it's just gospel honest truth, I thought, my God, I better start to swim back. Yeah. So I'm swimming back, you know, head down, as you do. Yeah. And I come up, I hadn't moved an inch. Right? Shit. So I thought, well, this is it now. God. And this is and I'm get, I'm getting anxiety. Well, I'm this. telling you, and this is the fact, another fact. I always used to take my jewelry off, yeah. you know, if I went, you know, yeah. put it in a bag, you know. The man bag, you know, those bags, <laughs> you know, on the side. You're so metrosexual, Thank Tom, you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> in my man bag. <laughs> so my jewellery is in there, and I didn't take my cross and chain off. And this yeah. is a fact. Yeah. Didn't take it off for some unknown reason. I don't know why, because yeah. I always take everything off, put it in there. Yeah. And I'm out there swimming, and I look, and there's nothing happening. I wasn't getting any closer. And I thought, my God. And I put my hand to my chest, yeah. and I still had this big cross mm. and chain on on my life yeah. and I said God please if you know I, I'm, I'm desperate here you know what I mean mm. what do I do you know I was going to give up on my oh, life yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought well I'll just take a load of water in and say goodnight you know what I mean because the person on the beach nothing you know it was like hey, yeah, right. yeah, like yeah, this yeah. so I thought right and then the voice came to me on my life and said if you think you can swim now is the time to prove it and I thought, right, this is it, shit or bust. Yeah. Excuse my French. And I said, please don't fucking swear on me, mer, please. Merde mer or bust. <laughs> so That's much better. Thank you. So, uh, so I start to head, head towards the beach. Yeah. And on my life, I go head down, and I'm going like the clappers, right? Yeah. Just everything you learn about swimming. Yeah. Keep a cool head, breathe in the right place. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. do the crawl and like that. And I go straight for the beach. Mm. Next thing I know, I'm caught in the breaker, right? And I'm in there, and I'm looking to see where is the light, you know, which, which end is up, because I'm caught and I'm being spun. So I'm thinking, well, there's the light, so I better, you know, because I'm surely going to be thrown onto the bloody beach yeah. and break my neck or something, Yeah. right? And this is true as God's living judge. I get there, and the wave tossed me onto the, onto the beach. I landed down like that, bump, you know, Crouch like that with a load of sand up the old, uh, you know, oh, like I can that, imagine. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. of all the churning. And that was it. <laughs> so I, I stood up and I started swearing at this person. I said, What the, you know, yeah. I'm out there drowning and you're laughing. We didn't know. We thought you were, you know, we were all right. So anyway, I go back to where they're doing the barbecue now by the lagoon. And this friend of mine, Miguel Torres, who had this club, he says, uh, where have you been, my friend? And I said, well, I went in the sea for a dip. In the ocean? And I said, yeah. he said, there are sharks out there. I said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so he said, no, you're never going. To That's why we've come to the lagoon. Well, I said, oh. why, the, why didn't you say that before? Yeah. But I went wandering off, see? So it taught me a lesson. Don't go wandering off by yourself. And you think that was God. God told you. Definitely. It wasn't a lifeguard with a megaphone. Nothing. There was no lifeguards there. It was, it was a long way out of Acapulco. 
So all my life, and uh, wow. there's no. And then I talked to real swimmers, and they said if you went straight to the beach, it's lucky you got there because you got caught in the undertow. The tide was taking you out to sea. The only way you could get back is either go to the left or to the right yeah. across the current. If you go straight to the beach, you would never make it. I don't give a shit if you're Johnny Weissmith. Yeah. He used to be a swimmer. I know him. Tarzan. 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 Exactly. I'm but not he was as thick as I look, you know. Okay, good. So he was... Uh, <laughs> thank, thank God for that. So uh, <laughs> so anyway, that's what I... That, and yeah. They've told me. They said, there's no way you must have had some divine yeah, thing happen yeah. to you and you were placed back on that beach. It was not your time to go. I've got no goose pimples, honestly. Well, you should have been there. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Got the mole on my face, the hair on the mole. <laughs> my God. Well, my life is... So that's the worst experience on holiday that, on I've, holiday, ever, yeah. that I've ever had. I'm more shocked you had a man bag. I did. <laughs> I did have a man bag. <laughs> you know, when, when you... you know, that's how I started. You want to be careful, Tom. Oh, oh look out. <laughs> Well, Peter Hawkins is my stylist. Yeah, you, know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said to Boy George, he said, I'm with Tom now. And Boy George said, oh, really? He said, no. He said, he said I'm not with him. I'm working with him. <laughs> yeah. Evacuate the water. Evacuate the water. There has been a sighting of a great white. And Tom Jones. Now listen, does Sir Tom Jones do you do you sample some of the food there? Do you go for the street oh, yeah. food? Oh yeah, 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 you do. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love all food. Yeah. And I love when, especially when you're in a uh, country. If I'm in Germany, I'll eat German food. I, I want a bit of bratwurst. Exactly. Oh, I love that. You know, and I love the the, the knuckle with the, the 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 pig. You know, with the with the crackling and all. Oh that yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like that. See, sauerkraut and everything like that. Yeah. So wherever I am, if I'm in Spain, you know, I go to the tapas and like that. Of course, you're proper adventurous with oh, food. Oh, definitely. No, no, no problem with me. You oh. know, I love sushi. As some people would say, oh, my God, raw fish. Oh, I love sushi. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I, I love all foods. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've never had any tummy troubles because, I mean, Only I... Only in Mexico. I've had it in Mexico. Yeah. Montezuma's Revenge. Exactly. I shat myself on an Inca ruin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. If somebody had said to you that day, you're full of shit, you'd have said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I know. But everyone I know, I don't know what it is. And I did. I had the water in the bottle, yeah. you know. And I, but well, God, you know what you it get is? the squits. It's the ice. That's what they told oh, me. See? I said, look, I only drink bottled water. Yeah. But if you have drinks in a club or whatever you are, yes. a restaurant, the ice that they put in it is local water. Oh, now you tell it's me. It's the ice. So don't touch the ice when you're there. Okay, all right. Then. Drink warm, warm drinks. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, listen. We want to talk now about pure luxury. Now, listen, you've toured. What did you say in that interview? You said you left home 60 years ago yes. touring and you've never come back. Well, you've very rare, yes. yes. Yeah, I yeah, left yeah. the house in 65 and I haven't been back much since. So you live in hotels and with yeah. me being stand-up, I live in hotels. When was the last time you were blown away by a hotel? And I mean, I know we all like to tone now, but we, come on, we want the most... Right, glamorous story ever. Well, there's there's a few of them. There was one yeah. in Dubai, which oh, yeah. is a which is a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. And it, at the time, the volcano had gone off in uh, Iceland. Yeah, and they said oh, you yeah. can't you can't fly, you can't go over that volcano. Yeah. So it was wonderful because every day <laughs> I would go out, you know, with the people that was working with me, yeah. and I'd say, any news about flight? No, yeah. not today. 
Yeah. I thought, oh, what a terrible shame. <laughs> you know, you lay there in the sun. <laughs> and I got this huge suite. The bloody bedroom was bigger than the sitting room. Yeah, yeah. It was huge. <laughs> you know, I mean, huge. Yeah. But, like, unbelievable, tip-top stuff. So I, I I would think that's one of them. And then Monte Carlo, you know. The, oh, I've never hot- been to Monte Carlo. Tell me about it. Is it as glamorous as they say? Yes. Hotel de Paris, that's the top spot. Yeah. It's close to the uh, a casino, you know, right Is on the square. Is that where people sit on the balcony and watch the Grand Prix go by? Yeah. Well, oh. it goes right. It goes right through there. You see. So no matter where you are, if you've got a balcony overlooking yeah. the street, yes, you will see it. Do you ever bump into Dame Shirley Bassey? Yes, she lives in her apartment. Yes. Yes, just down the road. There's there's a club that I play there uh, called the Sporting Club. Yeah. And uh, right next to that, Shirley lives in this apartment in this big apartment building. When you two get together, do you get more Welsh when you chat? Definitely. So, yeah, yeah. When I we did a thing for Elton John, right? You know, the that he has out in the. Uh, Windsor. Yeah, the ball, the ball. Yes, yeah, an AIDS, yeah. AIDS uh, uh, charity. Yeah. And uh, so one night he wanted to do Dame Shirley Bassey and mm-hmm. Sir Tom Jones and, and Elton John, you know, on stage. So when I got in there and she was in the next dressing room, they're like makeshift dressing rooms. Yeah. So the first thing I said when I went in, is that Dame Shirley next door? <laughs> and she said, is that Sir Tom there? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. Well, we got very well that night. <laughs> you know. And he said, and then Elton said, you know, that his grandfather was in the Welsh Guards. Oh, I love that. The only way that story can get more Welsh is if you whipped out a league and started watching a Gavin and Stacey box set. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Elton John. Yes. Why hasn't there been a Sir Tom Jones biopic? Uh, well, there's been talk of it. Because, yeah, come yeah. on, surely yes, it's right yes. for one now. Well, yes, but then I'd have to tell all. Oh, okay. So I don't think I'm ready to tell all yet. You know what I mean? It's uh, one of those things. We're, we're thinking about it, and let's see what. The... Who would you like to play you? That's what I want to know. Well, I think it would be better to get an actor, you know, because there are singer actor singers that have come forward. Yeah. And uh, but I I think the best thing to do is get a really good actor. Yeah. Like like Elton John did. Yeah, yeah. Taron Egerton is fantastic. Exactly. See, so I mean that—that's it. You got to get an actor to play the part. Then the music, you get somebody to do it. I either do it myself, yes, or uh, somebody that can do a—you know—a sounder like that. Ah, Tom Jones sounder likes out there. Yeah, you know, younger fellas. Only you can do the. Well, this is it. You got (laughs) to, you know. So, so, but the acting is the important part. Yeah. Now listen, can we talk man to man? Yes. We're both hot-blooded males. Of course. Which country do you reckon has the most beautiful women? Uh, planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, you know you say about your holidays, obviously you like a bit of sun, but have you ever yes. gone skiing? I tried it, I didn't like it. Nightmare, I couldn't stick no. it, no. I don't like the cold. Yeah. See, I was born in Wales. <laughs> We've had enough cold and rain yeah. to last... <laughs> For the rest of my life. Yeah, okay. So I go to sunny climbs because yeah. we didn't have a lot of it in Barry Island. No, no. You see? So, <laughs> so the Caribbean, you know, I love Barbados. Oh, beautiful. You know, any chance we get there, you know, like that. What about the old mosses, though? Because I went there too. Do the mosses get No. You? What, in Barbados? Yeah. Not me. Honestly, I was up and round my leg, honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh. Mm. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. 
Okay, right, this is the quick fire round, my love. Okay. Right, this doesn't even make sense. I'm just <laughs> going to go for it. Right. Mint tea or mojito? Uh, mint tea. Budgie smugglers or Bermuda shorts? Uh, budgie smugglers. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Hammock or honeymoon suite? Honeymoon suite. Nudist or not on your Nelly? All depends where you are. I bet you've skinny dipped a few times. Yes, but not in public. <laughs> no. I wouldn't say you're doing it down a little. I'll only talk about in, like on in the beach. Right. Only in my... When I had a pool in Los Angeles, I would go sometimes oh. naked. Because nobody could see me. No, that's very good. Glad right. to hear it. Factor 50 or chip fat? Say it again. Factor 50. Do you put the sun cream on? Or do oh, you yes. just... Sod it, I'll just... Yeah. No, no, I put cream on. Plenty of cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta do it. Culture vulture or beach babe? Do you like going around the museums or just want to stay on the beach? Stay on the beach. Travel insurance or take your chances? Travel insurance. Tip them or fuck them? You know, at the end of the day, we're like, you know... <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> Thank you so much. My talk. pleasure. That was great. I'm Welsh. I don't know whether you've spoken to many Welsh people, but we do love to talk. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to support our podcast, please hit the subscribe button below. And don't bother unpacking, because we're going away next week.